Hello and welcome to the CrossFit Harrow podcast. Today is episode number 24 and check yourself before you wreck yourself is the title of today's podcast. Um, I actually wrote a little bit of a blog about this and then I thought I would uh, use this as a quite a big topic to talk about, especially with like the CrossFit games going on. A lot of people get inspiration from this and feel like, you know, it gives them the inspiration that they're going to win the games or you know they want up their training whatever the objective might be but it gives people that little bit of a kick up the backside um, in terms of like things are achievable so for me uh, this is a personal uh, observation CrossFit has been uh, the most definitive and quantifiable way to test fitness I don't think there's anything out there that um, has, has done that and even if you watch I think it's uh, Fitness on Earth or te- one of those clips on YouTube or Netflix um, Castro says, uh, you know, powerlifters aren't claiming to be the fittest, um, decathlons are not claiming to be the fittest, although the, the people would assume that because of the 10 events. Um, but 100% in my eyes, CrossFit is the most definitive and quantifiable way to test fitness over those different physical skills, those different uh, tests of fitness, um, and the, the exposure to high volume training, however, um, has been detrimental to people's fitness. Um, and I will admit, I'll be the first to admit and put my hand up and say that I've repeatedly done way too much in my past. Um, although what I'm about to say, I've implemented maybe the last two, three years of my training, maybe a touch more, and now moving into my 30s has become even more even important as to why I want to share this. Um, and I often question times in my 20s uh, where I probably could have been a little bit more intelligent with my training and the choices I made surrounding uh, my uh, choice of training and my volume. Uh, And more often or not, the biggest denominator would be the volume of training. Um, And that would have been at the core of what I would have changed. You know, up until like mid-20s, sorry, early 20s, I played uh, football. There was training on top of that um, through bodybuilding, through CrossFit. Then in my late, well, middle to late 20s, there was football again. And that was on top of gym. Um, So there's a lot, there's a lot of volume. Uh, now, especially in CrossFit now, high volume training, actually not necessarily CrossFit, in the fitness industry, high volume training is becoming a bigger addiction than social media. Um, and you need to ask yourself, do you need to do as much volume as you're currently doing? Um, CrossFit has a lot of amazing things about it, but the one thing that sticks out for me, and, and I think everyone who is in a position to do so should do a little bit better at educating the community on CrossFit as a sport, and then CrossFit is a fitness program. Now the purpose of high volume training and vigorous hours of exercise and training is to meet the demands of things like the CrossFit Games or competitions. And if that's what you wanna do, then essentially not all of this podcast will apply to you. Excuse me. But inside the four walls of a CrossFit gym is education, teaching people how to move um, and live better through fitness. And I actually have to give credit to uh, another box owner for this. Uh, his name's Richard Hill uh, from Gritstone, somewhere in the north. Um, he said, learn the rules before you break them, not only with your training volume, but also your movements. Now there is such a big difference in, in training in a class, moving into a WODs, um, than there is training for a competition or event. Uh, training in WODs and the things that you go to day in, day out, is to practice skill development. It's to get better for other workouts during the course of the week or the month, or just generally improve your fitness. It's muscular and aerobic adaptation to that exercise. In a competition, and for most of us, you're competing against yourselves. A lot of us will you know, not want to compete, and that's, that's fine. You, you don't have to. No one's forcing you, but what, what we're saying here is that um, the influence of CrossFit, um, 
the two sides of CrossFit as a sport and CrossFit as a fitness program has, has exploited that to a lot of people that you know, almost you have to compete. And some boxers compete a lot more than others. Um, and that's cool, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also just giving people the other side to it. Um, so in a comp, for most of us, the only competition is, is ourselves. Uh, and and it's, it's to win the competition, that is your aim. You are there to win uh, and do the best that you can possibly do. Um, yes, the whole taking part counts, but people want to come first. There's money on the line for some of these comps, people want to win. Now, essentially the standards drop and people don't care how they move, they just want to win. And if that's you in a class, then you need to re-question, um, or re-evaluate, sorry, re-question. You need to re-evaluate what your purpose of training is. Um, now, we've all been there and we, we've all seen it. The majority of us attend the training part, but apply the competition part to training. And that, to me, that doesn't make sense. You know, why would you go to a CrossFit box, CrossFit gym, invest in yourself in terms of a, of a membership, and then not want to listen to the advice of getting stronger, getting fitter, getting better? And sometimes, you know, we think, oh, we've got to do hundreds, hundreds of hours of training in a week just to get better. And I, I, I said this uh, in, I think it was last week's podcast, is, is that um, working, and the comparison was working and training. I said working, eight, a lot of people think that working 80 to 100 hours a week makes them successful. Equally, a lot of people think that training 12 to 14 hours is going to make them better. And actually, it's complete opposite. It's what you're doing in that time. Um, so again, learn the rules before you break them. We will teach you, you know, as experience in, in, in a CrossFit class, a coach will teach you uh, the safest way generally, um, the most efficient way, um, and the best way to do things. Um, and then there are times where we will pick up certain things through certain people who might be a little bit more advanced, say try this and we'll see how they respond um, and give them maybe a little bit of a tip that we might not expose to the whole class because th some of them might not be there yet. It, it is not uncommon for a general day-to-day -day member of the population of CrossFit to be training two or more hours a day. Um, and for what reason, I encourage you to take a step back and ask yourself why. Could you achieve what you desire on a smaller training schedule and build the package that you're wanting or you know, your end result around the training that you're doing on that smaller schedule? Now, the ultimate goal is to ensure your physical capacity is never the limiting factor in the pursuit of you living a fulfilled life. Like, you know, you don't want to um, not be able to do something because you're not physically capable and that's why we remain fit. Another goal that a lot of people want to do is remain injury free. The amount of people that I've met through the years or even know to this day, it's like, oh yeah, I can do this and do that, um, but this is not working anymore. I can't, can't do this or can't do that. You want to remain injury free. And, and even as I'm getting older, I'm picking up niggles and that's, these are things that I'm trying to educate everyone that's around me and, and build that network that, you know, we've realized that certain things where we've gone wrong and now that um, you're aware of them is to fix them. When your body is, you know, saying this hurts, it's a red flag. There's something wrong. We need to fix that before we start picking up um, loads of intensity or increased intensity or loads of volume. Generally, uh, I mean, I've got to be careful with the way that I say this, and this is not aimed at anyone, so don't take, no one take this personally. I'm just generally speaking. A bad coach or bad program will try to, let's say, crush you and leave you, you know, exhausted on your back, you know, after every training session, possibly extremely sore. Now, for some of you that are new to CrossFit or new to training, being extremely sore is something that can happen just through exercise purely because of a new adaptation. But um, 
you can see in the industry, or I can see anyway, in the industry that day to day, there's so many people out there chasing the food and the workout. There are loads of apps at the moment. There's loads of people gone online who are fucking personal trainers and you know done this and their apps the best and this and all they're doing. And there are brands out there, I won't mention any names, that just put workouts on purely just across your soul, just so that you come in and go, fuck, that was a good workout. I've burnt loads of calories. But actually, you've burnt loads of calories but then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you eat everything that you could have eaten over the period of a week in those three days, if not on a Friday, on a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, and it's not very, you know, it's not worth your while. And at the time you think, oh, it's amazing. Yes, there will be some sort of adaptation. You will maybe lose some body fat. You will feel better about yourself. Yes, but how long is that, is that sustainable? Probably not. But on the flip side, a good coach or good program will know that every day has a different purpose. Some days are harder than others and they'll know when to go hard and, or, or days to take it easy. Now these days are just as important to your progression um, than you personally think. You know, if we strip back to learning the, going back to learning the, the rules before you break them, you need to establish foundational strength and skills that support progressions in the future. That's one step that you need to do before you start in, trying to break the rules by increasing your volume. Then incrementally increase the difficulty of that strength and skill prescription under a little bit of fatigue, okay? And this is what happens in programming. You know, through, through general programming, the idea is that you pick up a skill, you kind of find out where you're at with it, and then you look at progressions and you kind of learn some new progressions. There might be two or three that work for you. Then you start doing them after, under fatigue. Then after a period of time, accumulating repetitions at that specific level, you'll increase the level of intensity or maybe even increase the level of fatigue under which these reps are performed. And then lastly, you'll then retest these strengths and skills to establish a new baseline to kind of see where your, your ability is before returning back to going back to number one. So if you look at a pull-up, for example, or actually we'll look at double-unders uh, in a workout. So for example, a lot of us will spend a lot of time establishing that, that skill, that we find progressions for then we might start putting it in that into a workout where we're like right there's 50 double unders for you to do i want you to do four singles or 10 singles and one double for those 50 reps okay and there you're getting some exposure to double unders you're still moving you're still learning the skill you're trying to understand how the ropes work here rather than now doing 10 down 10 uh, nine singles and one double you then might change to four singles and one, du one double and they some of them might start linking then when there's a workout where there's like 30 doubles, the aim would, we would encourage as a coach to give you, to try and only count the reps that are counted as doubles. So if you start doing two doubles, one single, or one double, one single, one double, one single, you're building up that level of intensity and you're getting more exposed to that skill. Then there'll be workouts where there might even be less and we're like, right, by this time you're learning new skills, there's, we're gonna test this, let's see how many double unders you get in a, in a row. If, for example, that number becomes 20, then you know in workouts where there might be 50 double unders, you would know that you would have to, because you know that your max effort is 20, that you would break those up into smaller sets, okay? You can't skip these steps. You have to put one step in front of the other to walk forward, and sometimes it might even be sideways. Things take time. There are no shortcuts, and we try to encourage you to understand this from the first podcast that we've done. Now, every goal or achievement has steps. You can't skip any. You have to understand that there isn't a finish line to training. You don't just go, ah, oh, I've been doing this for X amount of time, uh, training's done, uh, cool, I've completed it, and you start walking around you know, with a tick on your back, completed training. 
So could you achieve the same by reducing volume and increasing intensity? Yeah, no doubt. Athletes, so to speak, who desire to win competitions, uh, let's say the CrossFit Games, they make this their sole purpose. They are generally paid to put their bodies in the line. You're not. You'll be finishing, or some of you even start work whilst you're reading this, and you're going home to, dare I, to dare I say, a normal life. Full-time athletes have built their lives and, and around high-volume training. You haven't. This has stemmed from like when they were a kid, from when they were like 14, even younger, the age of seven, eight. I'm not saying it's wrong, and this is obviously isn't the case in all uh, athletes. Some of them, you know, might start at the age of like 25. But I'm not saying it's wrong, but I myself have done like friendly competitions, not to the same level, but I put myself in those positions and I'm asking you to consider your purpose. Are you getting the most out of it? You need to ask yourself, am I moving in with intent in my workout? Am I getting the stimulus out of the workout today? Am I getting any better? And that's one of the most important things. Some of us who do CrossFit for a long time, after like a six months, after you can do quite a few of the movements, maybe after a year, you kind of get this pattern that I'm uncoachable because I, you know, I can do all the movements. But are you getting better? Are your times are improving? When was the last time you hit a PB? When did you have a rest day? Are you training injury free? Do you enjoy what you do or is it because you have to do it to fuel the lifestyle that you currently live? Some of us try to cram 15 years of training to like two years or even less. Be more aware of your intent, reduce your volume, match your effort with your lifestyle choices and have fun. Less is sometimes more. And as coaches, we meet people and our aim is to improve their life, it is to educate them through fitness and through getting that understanding that their performance has a direct correlation between the way that they are going to look and feel. And this goes back to what we spoke about before with regards to learning the rules before we break them. Just because we can do one deadlift at 150 kilo, whatever that number might be, that doesn't mean when a wad comes out you know, with heavy deadlifts that we try and do 10 at 120, there is no shortcut. We need to build that. We, you know, the, this is why before workouts, I can safely say here at CrossFit Harrow, Harrow the, the, the coaches will explain the stimulus, the intent, um, and give you guides on what you should be going at. Um, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. You can also find out a lot more about that in the CrossFit Level 1 handbook, which goes into great detail into sickness, wellness, and fitness. But I wanted to give you a little bit more kind of uh, uh, broaden your horizons and really reevaluate your, re your training purpose. Honestly, check yourself before you wreck yourself.